Hi there and welcome again to Let's Talk Tottenham. Another good win against Brighton, not a great performance, but three points all the same and grinded out. Uh, Bale off the mark in his second spell. Uh, so talk about all of that, all the game uh, and loads more. I'm here with Mark, so if you don't follow him on Twitter, it's at 1981spur. Uh, and then we're joined in the second half by Mac. If you don't follow him, that's at Mac1882THFC. Uh, talking about all the Brighton game, uh, squad players, the result in Europe, not great result. Uh, any questions for the podcast at L Talk Tottenham. So without further ado, let's talk Tottenham. Hi Mark, welcome back. Thank you very much. Nice. I'm a bit, uh, bit bunged up today, so oh. apologies if I sound <laughs> a bit weird to the listeners. It's alright. Uh, can't be any worse than me last week, but you know. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we've had two fairly talk about league here. We've had two fairly scrappy wins, but wins are wins. Doesn't really matter, does it? You, you're always going to win if you play well. Generally, like Man United, Southampton, but it's when you're uh, not particularly good and still getting the three points. That's what wins titles and gets you into Europe and wins cups. Yeah, for years we've seen other teams um, pull off these these wins when they don't play well and they get it over the line and you're told you know that's a winner's mentality and this is what champions do and you know um, so you know we're seeing a bit of that from us so mm. yeah, I'm not going to complain that it's not it's not the um, the football that I want to see but I, I do think that's more that is also to do with some of the tactics that the other teams are playing especially but we won't go with Burnley too much because I know we've, we've You've done that that pod, but you know I think that was more to do with the way that they play. And I think the other the other night, which we'll get into a little bit more, was um, we just didn't really turn up. And I don't necessarily, I don't know, because I'm no great tactician. I don't watch games in that way. I just enjoy watching football, so I don't break it down um, in a sort of analytical way. But I, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's Mourinho's tactics. I just think we just didn't really we just didn't really play well. Yeah. I also think as well, like teams aren't really going to come and just try and go toe to toe with it. Certainly not the weaker teams, anyway, because you've seen what Kane and Son can do if teams do that. Yeah. And teams don't want to be three 0 down after ten minutes or although, whatever. Although Brighton did play good football and yeah. they, they did attack us, and um, not like Burnley, um, yeah. Brighton did, did play well. Um, and that Lamptey at right back looks really good. Yeah. I wouldn't mind us uh, going for him in the summer, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think one of my friends said it, if Brighton could get a top forward, they'd be European level because they, they have a lot of the ball. They didn't really do anything, though, really. Like, if, if, no, if, there, uh, there was no end product. They're not going to get someone like a Harry Kane or Aguero, but if they had someone like Danny Ings, yeah. they could really, you know... But yeah, so maybe that was a plan. Jose gambling, you know, they haven't got a striker that they might have a lot of the ball. They might not do that much with it. Maybe that was a plan. But yeah, could have been. Could have been. But yeah, uh, so we should start start with Agulhian. What what do you think of him? Because I, I thought we saw the good and the bad of him. Like the good is obviously going forward. Bad is it's he got caught quite a lot defensively where he wasn't there. They were attacking our right side, so his side. Yeah. A lot. So whether that's uh, him not not positionally aware, or whether that's a lack of uh, support from further up tracking back, or both. But I, I think teams might target him 
certainly defensively. And he bombs forward, doesn't he? So he's going to leave space. But going forward, superb. Yeah, I think, um, like, as I said, they come up against... He's uh, a lamp, isn't it? The, the, the right yeah, the guy who scored. Right. Yeah. The young guy that was from Chelsea, yeah, the guy that scored. I just think he was the man of the match. Hmm. And I just think he come up against a very good player. He probably wasn't expecting it. Um, and so he's a, he's a full, you know, regular one is a fullback who pushes forward. And he come up against another one, so he had his work cut out. And, he, and, and Lampsy was, was just having an absolutely brilliant game. Hmm. So I think he had a difficult, um, he just had a difficult evening. Um, but, you know, what I do like about him is he'll still just keep doing his own game. He doesn't yeah. let it. He didn't let it get to him. Um, whereas, you know, if I had been on the pod last week, I, I don't mean to single out players. And, and I'll caveat this when I say that I do know that Doherty is new, but mm. I have not been impressed with him at all. No. I'll be honest with you. I, 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 it was the Burnley game. And I, I did want to come on because I just watched him. And the thing I noticed about him in that game, not so much the other day, but in that game, it's about, he was just literally kicking the ball. He wasn't moving. He was getting the ball and just hitting it. I kept watching him and he just kept doing it over and over and over again. Um, and I do think he'll improve and I do mm. think he will be a good signing. But so far, I mean, for me, and you know my thoughts on Aurea, <laughs> I would have Aurea all, all day long over, over Doherty at the minute. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. But, uh, I digress yeah. slightly on that yeah, one, the, the issue I had with uh, Doherty against Burnley was he, he was trying like just outside our area to do f- little flicks and turns and stuff but <clears throat> I mean we were under the cost quite a lot in that game certainly after we scored so I, I don't mind the boot in a way if you're in defensive positions but if there's a pass on you should be making a pass but yeah I, yeah, yeah. And, and also he, he needed to give away a penalty against Brighton and perhaps it should have been a penalty, yeah, we'll, to be honest. Well, we'll talk about that, but yeah, because there was quite a lot of refereeing decisions here. Uh, makes, well, our yeah, easier, makes our job easier, makes our job easier, because it was a fairly boring game, so we get to talk about referees for 20 minutes. Yeah, well, um, we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think with the left-back, Regulion, we, we've got a player there who, when we're going to have the majority of the ball, will play, because we'll have the majority of the ball and he can go forward. When we're looking at not having as much of the ball or need to defend, Davies will play. Yeah, and it, it, ignore Davies' um, mess up for the goal in um, midweek in Europe. But generally, I yeah. think he's fairly good defensively. He's not like the. I mean, Magulion's a star player, isn't he? Like an exciting player. Davies isn't like that, so yeah. I think he gets sca- uh, scapegoated a little bit, and then his mistakes yeah. are highlighted because he doesn't do as much going forward. Yeah, you're spot on there. But um, even if uh, regular, because he's a he's a he's a fan favourite already, isn't he? Yeah. You get them players when they because he's exciting. Um, you you forgive him a little because he would do something like put a good cross in with his right foot for bow on the yeah. header. Um, you know, them type of players they they get away with a little bit more, don't they? Like yeah. Sonny when he you know, Sonny was well, Sonny didn't have a great game at all, did he? Versus Brighton, but you don't see people really mention it because no. it's Son and um, and he's been on fire. Um, but if it was a if it was an Aurea, um, I'd be the first one to jump on his back. So you know, yeah. it's just um, it's just the way we are as fans, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I think though every player has as as their off day, don't they? Even in a Undombele, I thought was awful, but you know it's his first bad game in I don't know seven. So yeah. 
you know, it's just one of those. So I'm not concerned that that's all right. Okay, switching into bad habits. He's just had an off game. So, you know, take him off for La Celso and then go again. West Brom, I think it is, isn't it, on Sunday? It is. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, we'll come to the uh, head of God uh, a little bit later on. Uh, Kane. So he didn't do a huge amount. He obviously missed for an absolute sitter. But um, the the penalty. So when I first saw that, I thought it's a foul, but it's nowhere near a penalty because it's outside the area. But then his foot was on the line. I'm still iffy whether it's a penalty. But there seems to be an argument now that he was dangerous play, instigating it, and then Lalana could have injured himself, where Sir Salah, who went down with minimal contact, gets nothing. Still the, the darling. Uh, I had a look at the Kane one again earlier. If you look at it, he looks at uh, Lalana, yeah, but in the same way that if you're in the middle of the pitch, you see someone coming and you draw the foul. But he, he, he doesn't bend down or move. He just stands there and Lalana jumps on him. So I think that I think he, he gets a lot of crap, Kane. I, uh, for some reason, he seems to be an easy target. I don't know if that's because he, he's proper good and... <laughs> proper good that's what a 10 year old says he, he, he's he's world class striker and all these other fans of other teams are jealous so let's have a go at him but he seems to, I, mean, I, I don't know if you saw the ESPN TV stuff earlier I did absolute I did. disgrace yeah. but yeah we don't need to talk about them they're not worth it but yeah like any other player if, if Salah did what Kane did there and won that penalty I'm not sure there'd be where his dangerous play from Salah there but yeah so what do you think about that? And do you think it was a penalty? Because I'm still, I still can't tell even watching it I if it was in the area or on the line. I didn't or what. think it was. A, yeah, I didn't think it was a penalty when um, he initially blew up for the free kick. Mm. On the on the VAR um, on on the replay, I did think it was a penalty because I thought yeah. it was um, on the line or just inside, and that's not me being biased. Yeah. I honestly did think that. Um, I do think that it was that he played for it. Yeah. He'd look across. Um, I can see, you know, uh, it was a foul, but he definitely played for the foul. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen some people say, "Well, it's a clever play," and it, and it is. I don't, I don't class that as as not getting touched and diving to try and win a penalty that we've seen certain play. And he did dive later on in the game. Yeah, I was going to mention he that. Made yeah. no mistake. He did. He did dive later on in the game. He did try and shoot. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't understand I don't though. Where's the booking? Yeah, he should have been booked. But, but that's the difference. I don't think the one where we scored the penalty was actually a dive. It was, it was. I don't think it was dangerous play. It was clever play, and it'd be one that I'll be pissed off if it was against us. Yeah. But I could see it would be given. Um, I can see what was given. And, and, and as I say, later on he did dive, and I don't like to see it. And Sun dived as well in the same sort of yeah. exactly the same action. At play. Um, the Sun, the Sun one, I didn't really see that many replays of that. It looked like he got touched slightly, but not enough to go down. But Kane one yeah. was definite dive. That I don't, I don't know how. Uh, it's all of this is. Oh, it's only a yellow card. The referee's made his decision. We can't overrule. It's like. Give him a yellow card. That's the bloody rule. He's yeah. dived. Give him a yeah. yellow fucking yeah. card. I don't understand why they just can't do it. You know. No, uh, and as I say, I don't like to see it. So I'd have been more than happy for him to get a to get a yellow card for diving because we don't we don't like to see that from from anyone really, do we? No. So we can't just... we can't on one hand accuse others and then not when our players do it as well. But I didn't think that the I didn't I didn't think that. 
the penalty was a dive. I do no. think it was a foul. I do think it was a, a foul that he initiated. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but that's you know that's part of the parcel of football, really. Um, well, he does that in the middle of the pitch, doesn't he? When we're under the cosh, yeah, everyone does, says yeah. that's really good play. And now all of a sudden, because it's a penalty, it's a dangerous play. Can't have yeah. one than the other. But going back like to the Mike, do- nothing like Martin Keown coming out and saying it's dangerous play. I mean, he is one of the dirtiest <laughs> bloody central defenders. Yeah. Bloody going, so he's got a bloody nerve. Yeah. Um, anyway, go- and he's, he, he was the first one I think that really highlighted it. And people have just jumped on that bandwagon a bit. Yeah, he's Arsenal fan, maybe I don't know, but well, maybe know. he's definitely maybe he's like. You get Shearer and Lineker, don't you, in the strikers' union? Maybe Martin Keown's in the defenders' union. Going back to his dive... Yeah, Shearer would be one to talk either. Going back to his dive, though, I thought he'd got rid of all of that. So, it, it, I mean, if yeah. that's back, I, I know Mourinho wanted him to be a certain word, but you don't need to cheat to do it. Although there's an argument that Lamella cheated against Man United, but like he should have got his red card for that or, or its own... Yellow card for both, but yeah, diving. I thought he'd got rid of all of that. And if Sun's do doing it as well, then he, 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 you know, yeah, I, I do think that under Mourinho, we are going to perform some of them dark arts mm. um, that we necessarily don't want to see. But mm. I think it's just, um, again, I'll be honest, if it means that we're going to win something, I'll take it. Um, I'll still mo- I'll still come on here and moan about it though because the diving's diving. Yeah, I, I, don't like, I, don't, Chris, I don't I don't I don't like to see it, and I will mm. call it out, and I will say that I don't like to see it. But if it, honestly, if it meant if if that was the difference between drawing and winning that game, mm. then I, I'll be honest, I'll take it. I, I yeah. don't like it, but I'm going to I'm going to have to take it because I don't I. I get too pissed off when we lose, so I'll be more pissed off that we've lost than I would be for a player taking taking a dive to get. And I know it's no excuse, but we've sat at it so many times against us as well. I mean, I think I read somewhere like last season. I think we got three penalties. We had seven against us. So stupid. Um, mm. I don't know if that was some VR VR decision or what it was. But I see that stat somewhere. Um, we, 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 and I've seen another like league table of VR decisions. And we come off the worst of any team on it. Mm. Um, so, you know, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to go into that discussion later on. Yeah, we'll go into that now. So, yeah. Well, you know. Quite clearly not a foul, but my, my viewpoint and, and thought of it was that at half time he's gone back, the referee, seen the Kane penalty incident again, thought, mm, and he's evened it out because I don't understand how. Because I, I don't know if you've watched Man United Arsenal before. But Greenwood got a booking for pretty much exactly that same foul for for winning the ball from behind, but following in the follow through got the man. So how that how that's a yellow card and this one's not even a foul. It's just yeah. But just going back, so I've I, mean, I don't listen to talk sport anyway because it just drives me up. The <laughs> but I've seen all over Twitter for the past however many days since the game. Um, to the past two days, that all I'm seeing is people going about Kane. And mm, there you yeah. go. That, that's what we're talking We're not talking about an absolutely abysmal decision mm. from a referee who has had the opportunity, who has had the call from Stockley Park, like, you better go take a look at that. Clearly, that tells you, you know, I know it's been said, but that clearly tells you that, you, that mate, you made an error. 
go have a look, reverse it. But he didn't do it. And it's the first yeah. decision. But he's stuck the first there, decision that, 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 that someone, the ref has gone and had a look and stuck with it. Yeah. Um, and I think I've not heard that as, a, as an explanation, really, that maybe um, he, he had seen it at half time or someone had a word of him at half time and said, actually. Yeah. You know, That's all I can think of. But, because... but, again, but, but again, though, um, VAR were the ones that gave that penalty mm. because they were the ones that said that he was in the box. So it wasn't he. He didn't go and look at it. No. Did he? I, I don't think he didn't go and look at it. Um, so I don't know whether that would be a reason for him to say, "Well, I've made a mistake." Because actually, he didn't make that call. It was the bar that made the call because he gave a free kick. Yeah, or maybe um, I thought it wasn't a penalty. It's been given. So you know, I'll go have a look yeah. at this. But uh, I, it's unfair to say that. But it's unfair because he doesn't come out and say which referee should be forced to. But I, I did read that he's been dropped by Premier League games this week or this coming week. So they obviously think it's an error as well. But but it's just that Greenwood challenge. I don't understand how even if he's got the ball and something on the ball, it doesn't matter surely because he's, his follow through has taken him into the man. So therefore, that's a foul these days. But I mean, having said that, though, it was still shocking defending afterwards. Yeah, but you know what these things are. When they know, we've seen it how many times in Tottenham, when they know there's that bit of injustice, their heads just go, don't they? Yeah. They know. And I I, I do think that this is where VAR, I I want to scrap VAR, let's get that Mm. out there straight away, because I do think that in the players' heads, possibly, that they thought, well, even if he does, you know, they they can relax a little bit. They shouldn't, they shouldn't, Mm. but they can relax a little bit thinking, well, actually, if this goes in, that we know that's a blatant foul. It's as clear as day. Um, it was right in front of the referee. Ali not seen it anyway. But the players might think, well, we know that they, they call it back, so mm. they could they could sort of half relax, and that could be, you know I don't want to make an excuse because you're right. It was terrible defending. Mm. Um, but you see straight away as soon as it went in, they were right on the referee, weren't they? Saying, well, yeah. you can't give that. That was a foul. But yeah. they knew it was a foul. Everyone mm. bloody knew it. In in on TV, in the stadium, you know, the players on the pitch, the commentators, Stockley Park, everyone knew it was a foul apart from the referee. Yeah, I mean, um, I, so, I, I did like Peter Crouch on Match of the Day too. I don't know if you saw that way. Yeah. I did. <laughs> he, what did he say? He goes, uh, it's, it's nice to see him go over to the side of the pitch, review it and still get it wrong. Not give it, yeah. <laughs> Fair, yeah. yeah. Maybe he did it on purpose because he knew Bale would come on and then save us. But uh, we'll talk about well, him. It could have cost us, though. But you, but you, yeah, 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 it could have done. Yeah. You know, the, the, the ref, um, okay, he's been dropped now, but it's the same as the Newcastle. That could have cost us. We could have mm. dropped two points that game, and and it's like the Newcastle game afterwards. They apparently have reversed the rule now. Mm. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw I've that. had people say that. That apparently that would still be a penalty. <laughs> anyway, so they've changed, yeah. they've changed the rule. They already cost. They could have cost us in the Southampton game when when it hit yeah. Doherty's arm. You know, these are the kind of things. Well, don't fucking change them now. You know, don't. Draw, you know, it's no use to us. What is the point of? Of yeah. if they're not saying conclusively, well, actually, no, that definitely was a foul. Yeah, I, I agree with that with the Newcastle, but we should have been out of sight by half time there, but yeah, it doesn't matter. We should have been. But, yeah. We should have been, but then. I'm more no, annoyed by West Ham. It's, it's one of them that we've had two games where we've played pretty awfully, 
Um, and then we've had two games where we played really well against Newcastle and West Ham, and we've come out of it with two points. And we've had two bad games against Burnley and Brighton, and we've come out of it with six. <laughs> um, so, you know, it do, doesn't make much sense. But Do, do you think it's a concern that we, we let... We've had two bad games and we let Brighton have a lot of the ball. Personally, I don't think it's a concern. You get all of these top teams who have dodgy games. It's all about getting over the line in those games. But do you think... Are you concerned? I'm, no, I'm not really concerned because I've seen enough um, at the start of the season to know that we're going to have periods where we play absolutely brilliant football because we've seen it already. So I can't think why... I, I don't think that we've changed... Unless we've changed our mentality a bit after the West Ham game, um, which I hope that we haven't done, mm. um, unless we have, um, but I suppose West Brom will be the, the indicator of that or not, whether we can you know, see how we play in that game. But I'm not too concerned about it, mate. No. I'm hoping that it's actually the players that just haven't performed necessarily, yeah. um, rather than it's a tactical the other reason I'm not worried is I always hope, hate going to Turf more because they always give you a game I don't mind Burnley at home because they usually sit back but over yeah. there they always give you a tough game so it's not an easy even if they finish near the bottom it's not an easy place to go and Brighton like I've said are, 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 like my friend said which I agree with are a, are a quality striker away from really having a real pop at getting into Europa League next season so yeah, I, I mean, yeah, if, if it was against the team who were conceding bucket loads, then I'd be mm, that wasn't that great. But but again, it's, we we haven't played very well. How often have you seen Man United under Ferguson, Chelsea under Mourinho, and all their other managers? You know, get over the line against poor teams, win scrape one nil, two one, something like that. It's what champions do, isn't it? Not saying that we are champions, but if you want to be considered as champions, they're the kind of games you have to win. Well, this is it. This is the point I made earlier that you know it's. Um, we've heard it from other teams for years that you know the Man United or they didn't play well, but they know how to get it over the line. Play to Fergie time, they'll get the winner in the end, and all this kind of stuff. Um, but if it's Tottenham and Mourinho, it's all they play crap and they're lucky. Um, so you know I, I, I don't mind that because he built Chelsea on the siege mentality of it's everyone's against us mm. and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm hoping that he gets that he gets that going at, at, with us as well. Mm. Um, we, we had a little bit of that under Pochettino, I think. Yeah. Um, I remember Dyer coming out and saying, you know, everyone, I don't like the way they talk about Tottenham and all this kind of stuff. We need to get yeah. a bit more of that going again. Yeah. Um, so, no, I'm not concerned mm. about it as long as... Um, talked about VAR twice who will give it a hat trick so they had a penalty appeal I think it was a Doherty pulling back Trossard which my viewpoint of that was he tapped him on the arm I'm not sure he massively pulled him back he might have done slightly but it's not enough to go down but you've seen them given and it's a stupid thing to do I just I mean I can't really remember the ball. I'm not sure that even if he hadn't touched him, Trossard would have been able to stretch long enough to get it in, but and reach it. But I, I mean, I mean that's just footballers, isn't it? Just stupid rush of the blood to the head decisions like that. But, but he it did, does that quite a yeah. lot. Did you think it was a penalty? I, I, I hadn't. 
didn't show enough angles, like you say, mm. to say it didn't look as if there was much contact. Mm. But I wouldn't like to say yes or no, um, because I didn't see other angles of it. I didn't see how much of his arm he had and whether the player had hold of um, Doherty as well. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was given, to be mm. honest with you. Um, they did look at it VAR, didn't they? They did, um, but they didn't show us a different angle on it. Mm. So um, possibly it was, but I, I'm, I'm not going to be biased and say it definitely wasn't because I didn't see enough to say one way or the other. Yeah, I'm I, not sure. It was a 50-50 one for me. I think if it's given, you can't really... Well, based on the angles that we had, I mean, if there was an angle and he clearly didn't touch him and it's given, then you could be angry about it. But I think it's just a stupid thing to do. And and just, yeah. you're asking for trouble. You're, you're, you're asking the referee and VAR, in this case, to make a decision rather than go, OK, it's goal kick, let's get on with it. Yeah. Someone on another podcast, um, I, I, it's a really good point, actually. Um, and I will credit him as uh, Richard Cracknell Crackers on the uh, last word on Spurs said, we should, you should base these things on whether you would be disappointed if it was against you, mm. if it was against us. Um, and would I, would I have wanted a penalty for that? Possibly, possibly I would have done. Um, so, you know, mm. but I would have liked to see different angles. So that, that's how I'm going to try and judge things now. Uh, it seemed like the Kane one. I, I can see why that was given. Would I have been pissed off that it was given against us the Kane penalty? Yeah. But I also could have seen, well, actually, I, I can see why, why yeah. it was given. Well, that, that's the same as, uh, <laughs> so to bring it up, the Champions League final. If that was the other way around, I'd be screaming for it because his arm yeah. was out. Even though it's hit him kind of in the midriff and just brushed his arm, I'd be screaming yeah. for it the other If that was a uh, son flicking it up onto uh, Joe Gomez's arm... Yeah. 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 But anyway. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of Liverpool fans also said after but never a penalty, didn't they? But yeah, Did they? I know, I didn't saying. see that. Yeah. 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 Even Liverpool players were saying it was never. Yeah. It was never a pen. But um, yes, yeah, not going on for that because it's too depressing. Yeah. It's, it's similar to this Doherty thing. He, he's obviously Sissoko got his arm out there. He's obviously pointing to someone. Uh, but with Doherty, that it's making the referee make a decision. And, and yeah, certainly in Doherty's one, which is just ask. I mean, with VAR now, you, you can't hide and do anything sneaky like that because it will be seen. <laughs> well, <laughs> it should be seen. They seem to miss quite a lot. But, but theoretically, it should all be seen. There's nowhere to hide now. And and so doing something like that is just crazy. This is, this is, what, I, this is what I mean about Doherty. Mm. And I, 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 again, I'm not going to say that he's not going to be a success because maybe he will and I really mm. hope to God he has but I've not seen anything from him yet no. I've not seen one game where I think he's had a good game I've not seen anything going forward where I think oh at least he's good going forward I've not seen anything defensively where I don't know, at least he's solid defensively I've not seen anything mm. where I think oh this is well, I think he, had he, he got that in because he mm. did it at walks and I know mm. they say what well, he played a wing back well, when he's going forward for us, I'm not. I don't see what. I'm not seeing it. So the, yeah, the other thing is, he, he had a good shot against Newcastle, I think, wasn't it? But uh, uh, he he's been at Wolves for over ten years. It's a complete change of system, maybe scenery. Maybe he just needs a bit of time. You know, like an Undombele. Maybe he just yeah, needs a bit of time. Exactly. Hopefully, that's the case. That's it. I'm not writing him off. I'm just. I, I just have to be honest, and, and, mm. and I was just saying that I've been. I found him quite frustrating. 
Um, but that's not to say, you know, he can turn it round, he can turn it round quickly. You know, yeah. so uh, there's been plenty of players where I thought they're absolutely useless and have turned it round, so hope yeah, he can do the same. Yeah. And just quickly, we'll get on to Sanchez a bit later on and Rodon. Out of ill died. Do you think that's our defensive partnership and the one that Jose is going to trust in the majority of games? Well, if you recall, a few weeks back when we were saying what our defensive partnerships would be, <laughs> it was the one that I, that I actually said. That was it? Oh. So I'm not going we'll, to... We'll credit yeah. you there. Yeah, you said that uh, you said you wouldn't put Alvaro. That's what I. Like. He would be my number one. Yeah. He would be my number one alongside Dyer. So I stand corrected. Yeah, I, I, I stand corrected. Yeah, exactly. I had the inside knowledge from Jose. You see, mm. but yeah, <laughs> he, he would. They, they would be my. They would be my two going forward. Yeah. I definitely think stick with the same two and three if you include include the goalkeeper, just to get a bit of communication and familiarity there. No, they've been doing okay. They've been. I'm still not convinced um, completely by them. I don't think I, we definitely need to strengthen there without mm. question. I'm not saying that they're good enough. Um, I mean, I hope how old are they? What's he? Thirty-one. It's not as if Somewhere. he's. Um, you know, it's not as if he's that he's a veteran really. Um, so you know, but I don't, I'm not convinced by Dyer completely. No. At all. So. Um, but there you go. We'll see. We'll see. But for now, I think that's our, that's our best partnership for now anyway. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so that's Mark and my thoughts about uh, a few of the things. Uh, take a little break there. We've got Mac uh, on when we come back, so we'll see his thoughts on them and uh, all three of our thoughts on other aspects of the game and, and players in the squad. So we'll be back soon and we're back hi there mac how are you welcome back yeah yeah cheers guys always late to the party you know <laughs> but it's, it's all good i'm here now yeah cool super sub uh yeah so super what, sub i can think of somebody else who is a super sub <laughs> So what, what, what did you think of the game? We, we were talking earlier, two games now, we've ground out a win. And, you know, I, I spoke last time about potentially winning the title and we're in the mix, but and that's what title teams do, don't they? When they're not playing well, they get the wins, however, come what may. Yeah, they do. They, they grind our results, which is, is good. But at the same time, as much as I think that we, we have a chance, let's not run before we can walk. No. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be happy with any trophy this season, just so the squad know what it's like to win. Mm. Um, you know, uh, but at the same time, I, I think I, I've said this on previous podcasts, that this season is going to be very weird and wonderful. Mm. And anybody could, could have a chance of it. Um, and and we're, we're up there with, with the best of them, so, so why the hell not? Mm. Yeah. What do you think of Agulion in this game? I thought we saw the good and the bad. So going going forward, obviously good, very good. But defensively, they seem to be targeting that area. I'm not sure if that's his defensive uh, positioning, not as good as maybe Davies or, or other full-backs, or he's not getting support. But what do you make of that? Uh, I, I think there might be a certain, uh, a certain element of neutral exuberance. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he's a young lad. He's come to a big club. He's got a great stadium. He's got a great team around him. He's, he's got Gareth Bale. He's got Kane. You know, he's got Sonny. I, I, I'll be honest, mate. I, I think he's looking to to add into a very attacking style of play that, mm. that we do. Um, and I think he's kind of getting a bit... Yeah, he's kind of just having those lapses where he's going, oh, shit, I, I should be back there now, shouldn't I? Oh. Mm. And, and luckily he's got the pace, but mm. he's, he's getting caught on the odd occasion with, uh, with not being where he should be. Yeah. S- similar to Walker in many ways. He kind of relied on his pace, didn't he, when he was... Um Lapsing concentration yeah, and out position. Yeah, he would. Yeah, Walker would. Have, the difference between Walker and, uh, and Regulon, though, is Regulon's got a, a, a final ball. Yeah. So, um, yeah, whereas Walker couldn't hit the inside of a bomb. But, <laughs> man, it's irrelevant. He's, he's no longer a Tottenham and he can fuck off. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I'll be honest, I think he's full exuberant at the moment. You know, he's, he's, he's we're only a few games in and I think he's. He's proven his worth up front. He's already um, in the attack. He's, he's proven he's, he's got mm. the speed to get back, and he's 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 made some some decent defensive, you know, interceptions and bits. But at the same time, you, you look at when he uh, he came careering back, and you know, nearly slid into the hoardings. Um, <laughs> that, I can't remember the Newcastle game was. You know, he, he, yeah, he's just a bit over exuberant at the moment. But who can blame him? I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I'm 38 years old and. If I was playing in a Premier League game wearing a Tottenham shirt, I'd, I'd be running around like an overexcited child. So, yeah, <laughs> so, I, I think he just needs a little bit of time to settle. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he'll be used in games uh, where we're looking to attack more and keep having more of the ball and then Davies in a more defensive display. So, I, I think that's quite a good mix that we've got there. But um, What do you think of the... I, I don't think too. Go on. Yeah, go Sorry, on. I, I'm going on to something else, so, yeah... Uh, Oh, right, well, yeah. Go, go on to something else, mate. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I invited you on. It does matter. <laughs> uh, okay, the, the penalty, what did you think of that? Because when I first saw that, I thought there's, that's a foul, definite, but there's no way a penalty because it's outside the area. And then there's all, all this talk now that he's a dangerous play, but, you know, players do that in the middle of the pitch and nothing gets said. I think it's just Kane getting the flat that Kane gets because he's Kane. I, I think Mo Salah is a diving bastard. I think Harry Kane is a very technically gifted, very clever and astute footballer who, um, who, 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 who's drawn the foul. And let's be perfectly honest, it is like um, Jose said in the um, in, in the um, in the documentary. We're too nice, yeah. you know. That's the sort of thing that every every team does. Right, you know, most how I go down like he's been hit by a sniper, you know what I mean? Just because he's been clipped by a blade of grass. Right? Harry Kane has backed into a player and he's drawn the foul. Alright, you know, you look at these and, and the bit that really pisses me off about people saying, Oh, he's a cheating bastard, he's this, that and the other is how many people sit there and say, Oh, we knew he was going nowhere but he's drawn the foul, that's a clever play. Mm. So why is it clever play for Harry Kane to take a couple of looks and go yeah, Lallana's going to get me now and I'm going to try and see if I can get anything out of it. That, why isn't that clever play? Why, yeah. why, you know, Mo Salah, oh, he's technically gifted, he does, he twirls, he twizzles around the box. Oh, you know, no wonder he gets so many penalties. Shut up. Yeah. But, you know, he, I'll be honest with you, mate, if they, 
there's not a better diver in the country than Tom, you know, other than Tom Daly. Although, <laughs> yeah. right? well, do, do you think but, uh, Kane did dive in the second half, though? Do you think me and Mark both think again. he did? Do you think Kane dived in the second half? Me and Mark both agree that it was a dive uh, just after Sun's penalty. Um, do you know what? Yeah, it was, but at the same time, every player tries it, you know, and this is, goes back to the whole two nights comment. You know, you look at how many times that we've been, you know, we've had our players knocked over in the box, but because they're nice guys and they, you know, don't go down like they've been shot by a sniper, we don't get the penalties, we don't get the calls that we should have done. So, you know what, bollocks. You know, bollocks and let's do it. You know, if you, if you get caught, they get caught, go down. If you get the penalty, fantastic. All right? It, it's part of the game. It's a contact sport. And, yeah, you know, contact okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure Kane was touched on that second one, though, so I think it was a dive and should have no, been a yellow. It, it, I'll, I'll be honest with you, mate. I think, I think they had a bet prize for the game. Who's the best? Do the best. <laughs> and, um, and I don't think Kane won it hands down. Easy. Yeah. Without question. It was... Yeah, no, do you know what? He didn't get touched, but the thing was, is he expected to be hit, that's why he went the way yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, you see all these other players that potentially dive, it's all, well, he was expecting, and this is again, goes back, oh, well, he was expecting contact, that's why he went down. Well, Kane was, but all of a sudden he was cheating quick. No, fuck off Premier League, fuck off every other chip supporter, go fuck yourselves, because that was most Salah, I'd be like, oh, there, there must have been some kind of contact. Oh, look, look, he's late, caught his lace. What did you make of yeah, what did you make of Brighton's appeal? Like, I think it's it's one of those that it's probably not as as enough to go down, but then it's it's pretty silly by Doherty. Oh, what when he pulled um, when he pulled Tross, on um, Trossard, yeah, Ramsey, yeah, 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 he let go of him just in time, but he was playing with fire. You couldn't have argued if it had been a penalty. No, I think it's stupid. It's, it's, you know, certainly with VAR now, which should be seeing everything, but often misses a lot. But stupid. Stu- you're giving the referee and VAR a decision to make rather than, oh, is there a goal kick? Let, over to the goalkeeper. Well, they reckon it wasn't clear and obvious. That's why they didn't review it. But also, mm. I personally think that the referee probably looked at that at half time and thought, fuck, I should have given a that links us on because we we were pretty much saying that uh, maybe he he saw the Kane penalty and thought maybe that shouldn't have been a penalty. So then I'll even it out. But I, I definitely thought at the time it's a case of evening out because Greenwood for for Man United against Arsenal like two hours before got a yellow card for exactly the same thing, winning the ball but sliding in from behind. And then we get yeah. a goal, but uh, and then the the, the, the defensiveness afterwards was pretty poor. But Mark did make the good point that maybe they thought, well, VAR will sort that out, so we you can you know we can just let this play out. But it's definitely well, do you know what? Yeah, I do. The referee, and, and I think the referee bottled it. He knew that that was a foul. But yeah. I, I'll be honest, there, I think there is that little part of me that thinks he thought that maybe the case thing was was soft and maybe it shouldn't have been. And he decided to try and even it out, and because it led to a goal, that's why he's evened it out. I, I'll be honest, maybe, but at the same time, who knows? It, uh, bottom, bottom line is, is, you know what? In my opinion, it was a free kick. It's the goal shouldn't have stood, but luckily, we still walked away with three points. Yeah. So, 
you know, and then you, you've got to look at the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is we got three points. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter that we, we didn't play brilliantly, we, we still managed to grind it out. Yeah. Right. Okay, so 10 minutes, and you've all caught up. You're all caught up. That... Beautiful. <laughs> I'm not being late for the pie. Yeah. I don't have to be so repetitive. That's no, all right. Yeah. That's all right. So, yeah, so, so we'll move on to the uh, player that we've been speaking about for the last month. Uh, the head of God, Bale. The first goal back. The first goal. No, 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 no. First goal back. I thought meant Joe Hart. Joe Hart, he's amazing. Sorry, the guy's been unreal. So, yeah, so first goal, first goal back. So my friend who I was down the pub with watching it was saying that he, he could have had a monkey on his back if he'd had taken ages and ages to get a goal. Now he's got his goal. Do you think he'll just go strength to strength now? That'll give him a bit of confidence. Not that he really needs it, Gareth Bale, but give him confidence to really push on now. Um, for me, I, it's not just about the goal. For me, you can see if we didn't win that game, it would be the old narrative. Oh, he's got that jinx on him again. Mm. The first time he was there, that you know... They can't win when he's in the team and all that. So, not just getting the goal, actually coming on and getting the winner um, is definitely going to shut a few people up because you know that narrative would have definitely started to come out more and more the longer it went on. That was his third, you know, third game, all right. He's not started every game, but coming on the stub or starting. That's the first game we've actually won with him there. Um, out of, what was it, three, I think? So, yeah, I was glad just to get that out of the way and uh, obviously to get the first first goal and the winner uh, was even more special. So, yeah. yeah. I, mean, we, I, I think I, I, I loved how they, it was, um, it was almost fitting that uh, the regular got the assist as well. Yeah. It was nice. I like that. I'll, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I paid for the game. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to do that for West Brom, I think. I didn't realise that was on pay-per-view. Well, I did it against my bet. I'm, 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 I'm totally against pay-per-view. Hmm. But, and as much as I say that, as much as I'm against it, I ended up paying for it. I kept, I was talking to the wife. And I went, babe, what do I do? And she went, well, it's up to you, sweetheart. You know, it's up to you. And I was like, no, that really doesn't help. And I went, and I said to her, the exact words out of my mouth was, I, I, I've got money on it. If I don't fucking buy this game, Bale's going to score his first goal for Spurs. <laughs> I'm going to fucking miss it. Right? So anyway, so I, I ended up on that. On that was my that, that was my reason for paying for the game. It was like, you know what? Cause if Bale does score this guy, his first goal and I miss it, I, I am. I'm going to be fucking gutted. Yeah. So yeah. So, so I, I paid for the game. I'm sat watching it. She pisses up out for a bag, and all she hears from the living room is. The header as well was fantastic as well. He had to generate most of that power himself. So cut, cut out the awful defence where he was completely unmarked. And, and I think him and Wagulian have got some kind of understanding there and good, similar to like Kane and Son where they, you know, they, they link up. He, he didn't even look up Wagulian when he crossed that and then he went straight to his head. So I think that could be another good uh, partnership. 
I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think you can see um, across the across the whole team where where things are starting to to start to, to come together. Hoiberg, mm-hmm. as much as you know what fail, it's amazing score. I'm glad that the guy's back. I love him, and you know I'm I'm all still part of the the Bale hysteria. Mm-hmm. But I I'll be honest with you. For me, and everybody who joins Spurs, Hoiberg, yeah. right? For me, that man has become. Hoiberg at the minute, the, the two that you would put in for now, 
Um, I know Mourinho after the game said that you know we could potentially see Lo Celso and then Longdelle um, if they both get their fitness up. But I'm, I'm quite happy with with how things are at the minute so in terms of them positions. As soon as we said that about the middle, and I'm sorry, Chris, I'm, I'm completely taking over. Today, mate. I'm not you minute, right? um, right, taking what you just said about Hoiberg and Dzoko, which I completely agree with you. And I think Chris does as well. When we let him get a word in, so are you then now gone from being pro winks to the guys that actually something's happened to him as maybe probably along the lines of Delhi, but he's still got the grant to work to try and prove himself. But do you think maybe we're seeing the wings actually isn't as good as we all thought he was? Mm. I'll let Chris answer. <laughs> 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 yeah. Go on, Chris, you start. I completely agree with Hoiberg. I think me and Mark were saying for about four podcasts in a row that he's the player that we need or, or that type of player that is who we need. Now we've got him and he, he's all these people going, oh, we came from Southampton, rubbish. Like, yeah, just ignore those people. Undon Bele, we've been raving about for this season. He had a bad game against Brighton, but, you know, it's a one-off game. He hasn't had a bad game for, I don't know, seven, so we'll let him off for that. And, yeah, Sissoko, I can't remember what season it was under Pochettino, but there was one way, like you say, he's completely turned the corner. So I think those three are the... Are the the, the, the first on the team sheet in that midfield, and then Winks, Le Celso, I think, have dropped down. Ali as well, who needs to go on loan somewhere or leave to get his career because he ain't doing anything here. But Winks, I, I, I love Winks just because he's got the passion, but yeah, maybe he isn't as good as we thought, and maybe he doesn't suit this style of, of play. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, but... I'll, 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 I'll passion. I'll, I'll agree with that, yeah. but Maybe he to do with style of play, but maybe it well, you you look against West Ham. You mm. know, why did yeah. he push put through the ball and clear it? Why did he you know, it's something nah. You know, I, I, I don't know, maybe his footballing brain isn't quite as yeah. good as it should be for, for for a team for the team that he's in. You, mm. you know what I mean? You'd expect that mistake at Southampton, you'd expect that uh, at West Ham. You know, you wouldn't expect that uh, yeah, I, 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 de- I definitely think he's uh, fallen down the pecking order. But then, you know, see see what he's got now. You know, obviously, Undombele fell down the pecking order. Jose gave him a challenge. He's taken the challenge, and he's he's come out the other side of that challenge. Let's see. Looks like Ali isn't going to come out of that certainly at the moment without a loan move or something. Let's see if Winks can. Uh, Rise to the challenge and Lacelso as well because I think Lacelso has fallen down the pecking order a little bit. But it, it's massive. It's massive strength in depth in that midfield, though, isn't it? Hoiberg aside, who's the only player in that position, but the other four: Sissoko, Winks, Lacelso, and Dombele. All, all competition for places there. I think what well, you have to think about is with Winks. And Delhi, if you get rid of two of them, that's also two homegrown players that you need to yeah. go and replace as well. Mm. So if Winks is quite happy to sit around and, and you know not necessarily be, be, be happy to come in on Europa League or League Cup or FA Cup, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah, maybe, and, and players maybe get a bit of form back in them competitions. I, I wouldn't another one. I wouldn't write them off. 
is that he's essentially Hoiberg on the ball. Like He'll play it nice and simple, right to left, left to right, little short passes. So he's not yeah. Sissoko who's got the 90-minute engine to sprint up and down. He's not Undombele with all the strength, pirouettes, and then can see a pass. I think he's... You look at Hoiberg, generally, he, he, he plays simple passes, doesn't he? But then what he does, Hoiberg, is he wins the ball to play those simple passes. He... he Winks play up, whereas I'm not yeah. sure Winks has got that, but he, he plays a simple pass. So if, if you could have a, a two sitting uh, midfielders there, Hoiberg and Winks, I think then he'd have a role to play. But I think he plays Hoiberg as the sitter and then Sissoko as the up and down and then Undombele to do the up and down as well, but a bit further, bit more emphasis on the further up. And I'm not sure there's place for Winks there. At the moment, but, it's, it's a bit uh, of a tough one. But it's, it's still really strength in I'm going to ask, and I've got, I've got to ask you two, all right? Did you see what Eric Dyer said about Deli Ali? No. Recently. Right. He basically came out in, in uh, publicly right, in a statement basically saying that there is something not right there and there's only him who could sort it. But yeah, Dyer and Ali are supposed to be thick as thieves, you know, best mates. <laughs> and, and the question was that I, uh, that they kind of, they put, I think I was looking to talk sport at the time, as per usual. Um, well, <laughs> if Dyer's come out, and if Dyer has come out and said that, then surely that shows that there is actually something wrong. Mm. With, with Delhi, not necessarily at Tottenham or with anything between Mourinho, but with Delhi himself. I, 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 I didn't see the European game, but I read about it, and he, it was, people were saying he looked so short of confidence. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah they, they were saying, though, after the game, is his style of play that he doesn't have that freedom that he used to have under Pochettino. Yeah. You know, is, is that restrictive type of style of play not suited to him? Yeah, well, I, I've, I've said for a while, like, I've said for a while, I think Ericsson was key for him. Because Ericsson played as the number 10. But then drifted around all over the place. The amount of times you saw Ericsson standing next to like Alderville to pick the ball up, it's a massive chasm of space there. And I've I've said before, Ali, I think is much much better off the ball with his runs into space and, and stuff like that than he is on the ball, which he doesn't really have that now. Kane drops deep, fine, but the, the space isn't in the middle of the pitch; it's up top. And and yeah, he, he he's not the quickest, Ali. You, you see, he can do fancy flicks and stuff. But when he was doing that, he couldn't pass the ball five meters. So I think he really misses. You look at Salah as well. Salah's done wonders. You take the the diving and all of that business out. He's done wonders for Liverpool, but at Chelsea he was awful. But Liverpool are a club that are based on built around their strikers. Get the best out of their strikers. The other eight players 
built around that. It, exactly the same way that Torres was brilliant for Liverpool, terrible for Chelsea. So I, I, I just think Ali's in a team now and a manager now that just doesn't fit. Nice to get a word in. I've not known what it's like. Uh, just, 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 make, just concentrate on the, on the time and the record button. It's fine. We've got this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, maybe stick him in the reserves, which would obviously be less quality. Get him some confidence back where he's scoring goals and assisting goals, and then put him into I the don't team. Think putting him in the reserves would work though, because he sees himself as a, yeah, yeah. a first teamer, and I think putting him in the reserves would probably be more damaging than it would be beneficial. And this is part of the thing that I've said about I have said about Delhi all along. He I think he's he sees himself as a superstar when he's still not quite there. Yeah. yeah. Yes you've been to a Champions League final, but apart from that, what what, what have you been in? Yeah. You know, it's a, you know, Harry Kane proved it week in, week out, he's world class. You know, Delhi Ali was great when he came onto the scene but Let's be honest, I think everybody coming in, coming up from a club like Milton Keynes in their first season of the Premier League, they are going into it with a point to prove. Mm, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So he is going to come in, hit it hard, hit the ground, maybe trying to do everything that he can. And I'm, I'm wondering if there's also an element of comfort. Yeah. yeah. Especially under Pochettino, do you think he thought, oh, well, I'm guaranteed to start, my name's on the list, yeah, happy days, um, I've done all I need to do, I'm, I'm in here. Um, and then just just roll with it. Um, you know, I might be completely wrong. You know, but it's... Comments, did you see the comments from Pochettino last night on uh, Monday Night Football? Compared uh, to Donna Ronaldinho. 
So from one player kind of almost out of the team and almost frozen out to another one, like since uh, the West Ham game, Sanchez hasn't really been in the squad, has he, for the uh, Premier League? So do you think he's completely lost faith with him now? He's put Rodon on the bench instead of Sanchez and then obviously out of Ild and Dyer. Do you think he's lost faith in Sanchez or it's just a, have, have, have a rest for a few weeks and then we'll put you back in? I, I, I'll be honest, I think with the depth of the squad, he needs, there needs to be an element of rotation. I don't think he's lost faith in him, don't get me wrong, that was an absolute howler against West Ham. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know, maybe he's looking at trying to see how him and, um, and Roden are together in training. Mm. Maybe they could be the, the next big partnership because they're both young and they've both got years ahead of them. And if they can maybe forge something with Alder Vierald and Ledley King overlooking the pair of them, then you never know. Yeah. There, there could be a plethora of reasons behind it. What, what, do you, what do you think? Me and Mark have already spoken about it. What do you think of uh, Toby and Dyer as a defensive partnership? Do you think he'll he'll that will be his main one? I I, I nothing he's ever. I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm I'm, I'm loyal as hell to Toby. I love the guy. Um, him, you know what? Him and Andy for Scott Burns mm. are from him pinging it to Vergulion, didn't he? 40 yards or however long it was. Think Mark on Sanchez. Um, I would never, when Mourinho came in, I'll never forget the comments that apparently when he was at Man United and they played Ajax um, in the UEFA Europa League final, that he told his players to target Sanchez, right. um, that he was never really that comfortable with him as a defender anyway. Right. Um, so I don't know whether Mourinho really likes him. Mm. Um, I, I, did, he, did he start the other night in Europe? Because I, I only caught the last yeah, three minutes. I think he did, I, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, and, and then he made the comments after the game, didn't he, Marina? That, mm. you know, he stopped asking me. And I know that was was about uh, Delhi as well. That, but he said, you know, don't ask me about players. They've made my decision a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and then he wasn't in the squad himself. So Sanchez could be another one where, you know, he's had that a bit of a nightmare against um, West Ham. I don't know how he played in the first one because I just didn't see it. But it apparently it was by uh, Davis's mistake. Yeah, he was pissing around with it. You know what? I wouldn't even play. 
it, it was, you know what it was? I would say, yeah, he should have got the ball away a little bit quicker. But at the same time, he, he was clipped and he was pushed. Yeah. But the referee didn't call it. I, I mean, I'm not seeing it, to be honest. But I mean, the point is that he still trusted Davis the other day um, and then was in the squad and Davis come on against Brighton, whereas Sanchez was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, I said, I'll, I'll be honest, mate, with, 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 cause with you saying that, it reminded me of the comments that had, had been made by Jose. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if, if maybe the, when January arrives, uh, there might be uh, some more talk between Tottenham and Milan and maybe Davies is going to be the casualty of that. Um, Sanchez, sorry. Yeah. Is, is going to be the casualty of that. You, you mean you bringing know, Spinelar um, or whatever his name is in? Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, I don't know. Part of me believes that it was close. You know, mm-hmm. Part of me believes that he wants to come now. The only problem I think that we might have is when the window reopens is is whether Liverpool try and go for it. Because he is a good defender and he's good enough to play. He's, he's, a, he's a first teamer for me. Um, but he would also then be a first teamer for Liverpool um, with, with uh, Van Dijk out for, for the rest of the season. Unless they try and hijack the, the Kuna Bali pick for Manchester. Um, to try and, and potentially bring him in, but I I wouldn't be surprised if, if we saw us going back to Milan in in January, bringing Strinar in or however you pronounce his bloody name, and, <laughs> and Sanchez then ends up going to Norwich or somewhere, you know. Well, um, Skriniar still doesn't start. He's not starting tonight. They play three at the back, and he's not made one of the three players that he's sitting on the bench. So, you know, I, I think the same as you, Max, that I think it was pretty close. We know that Steve Hitchin was out there. We see all the photos of them negotiating the deal. Um, they, they held out on a price, same as what Levy wanted a price for Ericsson. He didn't budge. They didn't budge on their price. If we want him, we know what the price is. we just got to go back in and get him, you know? It's just uh, yeah, that, I think. And I, and I think we will. I think, to be fair, you, you look at what, what Tottenham have done to rebuild the midfield and the forward line. And they brought in, a, in my opinion, a you look at the stats, a decent defender um, in from Swansea. But, you know, there's, there just needs to be that little bit of world class to go back alongside Toby, in my opinion. Now we've lost Jan, and I think he would be the man to do it. And Jose, for whatever reason, I don't know whether he's got pictures of Daniel Levy getting pecked by his wife or, or you know, <laughs> taking, a little, taking a rent boy around the back of Argos Sainsbury's. You know, please don't sing me if you listen to this, by the way. Um, you know, to, to spend the money that he spent. But I, I, I can see January being quite interesting for Tottenham as well, even if it is just for, you know, a quality defender and a couple of extra bots going out. Yeah, that's all we want, isn't it? Just that one, just that, we that one quality defender to, to put in alongside Toby. Um, yeah, and you know we're laughing. Then what, you know what a team we we were at. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, mate. If Tottenham brought him in in January, and they, and, and Sanchez went um, along with potentially Winks. All right, this is just my view. Potentially Winks, and that was all the business that we did. I don't think it would have been a bad January transfer no, window. Be for Tottenham, that'd be brilliant. That'd be brilliant. So, yeah, it, it just depends who he, he wants to kind of, he, he wants to get rid of, or, you know, like you said, he's made things easy. So, for me, I think Lamella has, has started, it takes him seven years, but I think he's, he's starting to become a lot more 
wanted to talk about him. He's a Jose player, isn't he? He's a bit horrible. He, he, he'll, he'll put effort, he, he's a little bit bull in a china shot going into challenges, but at least he's putting some effort in. And then you know, he's very unlucky with a shot against the post against Brian. He had no right to shoot from there, but very unlucky. And he always does something, doesn't he? I mean, he, he essentially won us the game against United, you can argue, by getting the man sent off. How he didn't get sent off, we discussed that. But I, I think when Jose said, uh, it's made my decision easy for me, I think that basically said, those players there, I can't trust. Obviously, Kane and Sam he can trust, and I think I think Lamella's a player he can trust. He feels he can trust. I'll be honest. The only worrying thing about that comment for me is is how does that how much of that was directed to Vinicius? Now I'll be well, honest. Well. Uh, the couple of games where Vinicius has played, all right, and I'm going to take us all back down memory lane to a Mr. Roberto Soldado. Hmm. All right, now for me. When he first came to Tottenham, I, I used to love watching him play. I loved the runs that he made. But Tottenham would choose you to play in a certain way, yeah. right? And, the, and, and it didn't matter what he did, right? He was never given the ball. He'd run into this channel of space, he'd get into the box, he'd have a bit of space, and yet you would see that they looked at him, but it was like, oh my God, that's not Harry, so I'm going to put it wide. Yeah. And we'll try and get across it. Um, for me, I've seen a, a couple of the guys. Okay, so Barton is, is a six. Right, his assist in the um, in the first game, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. league game. I've been watching some of the runs he's made, and I'm seeing almost the same as what happened to Saldado. Mm. He's making these runs, which are really good. He's getting into a little pocket of space where the ball could come to him and he could get a shot away. But Tottenham seem to, you know, the players around him seem to put their heads up and go, "Hold on, that's not Harry. Fuck. Okay, mm. I'm going to play out wide. Go on, Eric. Go on, Serge." Or you know, go on, son. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the confidence isn't drained out of him like it did with Soldado. Yeah. I, I, I think the issue with Soldado is Soldado is a player that in the in the width of the 18-yard box, get him in the box, get the ball in the box and people around him, he'll score goals. We basically ended up having him in the box with four defenders there and that was it. So he's never going to score any goals. And then the confidence, like you say, he got shot. But with Vinicius, uh, hope we, I'm... We, 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 we were obviously watching different games, mate. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't agree with you. Sit back in your corner. You know, keep your finger on your corner. Either way, I, 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 think, I think Vinicius, it's just, uh, like you say, it's, it's not Harry you've been used to for so long. So maybe it will just take a little while for them to get used to the runs he's going to make. And then when they do, then, then, then they'll play those passes. But I, I, I definitely think the first game, I, I can't remember who it was against, but the, 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 the hold-up play I thought was fantastic, the bringing people into play. The, the, the header for Sun's goal was superb header and the, and the, the vision and, and the, the play for Morva's goal. So I, I think it gives something else. It gives Harry a rest if needs be. It's someone who can play with Harry as well. And it, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do agree, but kind of almost not sort of trying to labour my point because, you know, I'm not. But I think the problem that Tottenham have, and I, I thought this under Pochettino, um, and I, um, I still think it now in some respects with the way things have happened with Benicius, is I don't think Tottenham quite know what to do in the final third without Harry being there. Yeah. yeah you know, because they are so used to him being, and 
maybe it's not necessarily the fact that they all go, oh, that's not Harry, so we're not going to pass it, you know, but I do think that there is that element of, um, of yeah, Harry isn't there, what, what the fuck do we do? This, it just, because they've been so reliant on him for so many years. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's no <laughs> doubt we've been relying on him, I think, but yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I didn't watch it. I, I didn't watch the first half, as I said, of the Europa, unfortunately. Mm. But apparently what I had was he had, Vinicius had quite a good game, and there were some people who were surprised that he <clears throat> got subbed off. Um, but I think Matthew the only one that watched it. Was he playing okay? Apart from I not getting the ball on the runs? or Mate, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I, I think the guy played well. I, I was surprised that he went off. I'll be honest with you. I literally, I thought, you know, I actually thought that he was, he, if it had stayed on, he'd probably have got something. I, I, that's, that's, that's how I felt he was. I thought, you know, do you know what, he just, he's going to get a break, he's going to put it in the back of the net, this will finish the draw, and, and everyone will be singing his praises. And then I, I, literally, I literally went to pick up a cup of tea out of the kitchen, I walked back in and picked up, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, 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 I did, I thought the guy had a good game. I like him, I like mm. his positioning, I like his movement. I like, I, I, I just, I, I, like, I like him, I like him. Yeah, I can't, I can't, you know, sort of not a bad idea I'd, I'd, definitely if you're, you're three nil up at half time we wouldn't mess that up we would never mess up a three nil lead <laughs> no we, no no we wouldn't <laughs> well, to be fair if we leave wings on the bench we'll be all right the other thing in the brighton game as well was lorries who's looked so commanding and he since that the the return last season he, he fumbled across but then that, that the looped header which he almost dragged over the line I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because how he's been since the restart last season and that was just a one-off. But, yeah, I mean, that had me well. He literally pulled that back to his chest on the line, which... Oh, well, there is. Yeah. I'll but, be honest, mate. I'll be, he didn't I have much to do other than that. A little bit of, I, I felt like... Um, yeah, sorry, I was like, down for a second. Um, I, I nearly fell asleep. But it's, um, it was... It was <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, I felt... But um, I, I felt Maurice had a little bit of a trepidation uh, playing against Brighton because of what happened last season. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, I think they tried to crowd him in the box a little bit. I think they tried to play on it a little bit. 
Um, you know, when what happened last time, you might have a little bit of, you know, I, I, mean, I, mean, I, was, at the, I was at the Brighton game. I was beyond the goal when it happened. I heard the snap, I heard the scream. I remember you. Yeah, um, yeah, mate, I just had Nate nuts jumping to my, you know what I mean? It was that kind of, that shit. I was like, oh, yeah, everything kind of recoiled. It was horrible. And it, it was, it was kind of, I, there was one point where they, they really got rounded. I think it was in the second half for a corner and they really got rounded. And he didn't look comfortable at all. Um, but yeah, you watched every other game that, that Larice has been in, and there was nothing uncomfortable about anything. Um, so for me, I do think there was a bit of maybe a bit of a, a, bit, of memory, yeah, a bit of memory in the back of the mind going, "This fucking won't be the last time I don't want to play." Yeah, I didn't either. But, but Burnley at the end, after we, you know what I mean, the intellectual side. <laughs> yeah. but, but to, towards the end of the Burnley game, they had two corners, didn't they? And then he's, he's plucked both of those out of the air when we were under the pressure a little bit, yeah. which I, yeah, I've not seen him do for know. that long. And that that was I, I I applauded that almost as much as the Suns' goal. Just just is it, yeah. invaluable that kind of stuff. Just okay, give give the defence a rest a little bit. Uh, listen, I'll go back to what I said a few podcasts ago. You will see you see the improvement in Larice this season because he's got somebody pushing him who wants to be number one as well. Yeah. 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 You know, like I said, before it was Friedel, now it's Joe Hart. Joe Hart knows deep down he's never gonna be number one, but by Christ he's still gonna fight like he's got a chance. He, he said that. Yeah. He knows he, you know, he knows what he was getting when he came to Spurs, but it's not gonna stop him trying. No. And and that in itself is, it makes him invaluable because Larice has come back to to being a goalkeeper that he more close to the goalkeeper he was when he when he first came. To it's, a, it's a goalkeeper you can trust again, isn't it? Which we had for a couple of seasons. Like, oh God, what's he going to do now? Exactly. You know, you look at some of the saves he's pulled off. That close range one. Well, mm. was the, but towards the beginning of the season, you know, near enough right in front of his grid, and he was just it was superb. The guy mm. was 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 immense. The, you know, the, the dodgiest game I've seen him have for us was Brighton, and like mm. I say, to me. I think he just had a bit of the old, uh, yeah, I remember what happened last time I played you fuckers. Mm. So, but, yeah, it's, I, I think has definitely, um, you know, has definitely regained a, a lot mm. of the old form that he had. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. As we said, as we wrap up here, like, again, a, a fairly poor performance, but a win nonetheless, and, and that's what you need, to, if you want to be winning stuff and... and Doing things like that, that's what you need to do. It's all very well beating Man United 6 1, Southampton 5 2 when you're playing well and, and you know, you've got them on the ropes. But games like, because I hate going to Burnley just because they always give you a tough game. Even if they're in a relegation scrap, they always give you a tough game at Burnley. And to come out of that 1 0 and then this 1 2 1, playing pretty poor in both and six points, I'm delighted with that. I, 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 hate, I, hate, I hate playing Burnley just in general. Uh, I don't know what it is about Burnley, but I'll be honest with you, teams in Clara and Blue, right, for me, right, we don't seem to be as good against as, as other teams. You know, you look at Villa when they played his opening game of last season, right, they, they, that was such a close game that could have gone either way. Every time we play Burnley, right, it's, it's always so tough and we don't seem to be able to break them down and we get lucky with a last minute goal or... You know, we walk away with a draw. Well, they just, you know, and then and then West Ham, just, well, we're their cup final, aren't we? So, yeah. you know, they always up their game. And it's, 
Uh, we, we, it, it, seems the same, it seems to be the same thing for me with those with, with teams in those colours. Yeah, we, we got the win anyway, so and then Burnley to come at White Hart Lane, uh, uh, Tottenham Stadium, whatever it's called now. Well, I don't mind them there because they usually sit back and then let us attack them. But yeah, six points out of six. Let's make it nine out of nine now against West Brom. <laughs> And then we're right in a title race there, are we? Well, I think at the moment... Although, although, we, we, although after that, we've got Chelsea and Man City afterwards, haven't we? So we'll, we'll see where we are after right, those, I guess. One game at a time. One game at a time. I'll look at things again at New Year. See, you know, see where we sort of sat around New Year. You know, but until then, yeah, don't, I'm, not, I'm not really going to worry about it. Yeah. It's, it. It's so crazy at the moment, mate, to be fair. We could be, you know, we could... We can go into New Year being sixth and, and end up still finishing second. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, in my opinion, with the way of, of how Topsy Jerry is, it's got no sign of, of settling down. No. Yeah. And we may even go into a, a another. Well, we're going into a lockdown, aren't we? We don't know whether we're going to have a pause. Let's hope not. They're, they're continuing for now, so let's hope mm. um, we don't have another pause to the bloody season um, like last year. We can just crack on with, with the football because you know that gives us all the rest of it. So. Oh, it does, and it, yeah, it's a lift out of the pocket for the uh, from Sky, and uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least at least Dick Turpin had a gun. Do you know what I mean? And highway <laughs> fucking robbery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll end it there. Cheers, um, cheers, Mark. Uh, cheers, Mac. Good to have you back on. This is now this is now Max Punk podcast, and he thanks both of us for being here and for all of you for listening. Uh, so we'll, we'll be doing another one after West Brom. Hopefully, we get another three points, so nine out of nine. Uh, and come on, you Spurs! <laughs>